What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Pip Talk with Pip. And it is I, Pip, here with another episode having another fantastic guest with me. I have with me one of the best to ever do it. I have with me a brother. I have with me a father. I have with me a son. I have with me one of the most intelligent people I've met, one of the most grounded people I know. Sir, please oh, introduce oh. yourself. We're hoping everybody's good. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Well, Firstly, before I even say anything, I think, okay, obviously people don't know that this is the second time I'm trying this out because the first time, (laughs) technicalities happened and the devil tried us and somehow we lost the recording. But this is the second time around, but I did say this in the first recording that I consider you as, you know, an older brother in my life as well, adopted, not adopted, but in-law, future but yeah like a like a brother a brother figure no there's no but it's just like it's not con- it's not official yet you know what i mean but it is spiritually so no but like you're like a older brother figure in my life and i am very appreciative of it because i know i've grown around boys a lot i have an older brother and a younger brother so gaining another older brother is So with that said, you know, I I just like, I want to, I want to ask you what you think, you know, the role of a man is since you're someone older than us, you know, what do you think the role of a man is in society? What do you think the role of a man is in basically in general, you know, inserting in there what your role is? closest to her as I can be. You don't have to. I don't think we remember what we said in that first one, but just wing it for now. Uh, role of a man is basically look at that, how you look at a man Love of a man is very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, mm. To provide that love, that 
<laughs> it's a lot, man. Yeah. But being a man goes without your uh, how a man is raised. So mm. A lot of people have different beliefs, belief systems in the other same place, same culture. Mm-hmm. You 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 grab different. It goes with how you're raised. So a yeah. Lot of society. Yeah. Such, especially now. But it gets tricky, Anna, because we're dealing with issues that our fathers and grandfathers didn't deal with, or I want to, while trying to also fix. Certain things mm. that we might may view as shortcomings mm. to decide for our own particular. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I ask is because without sounding a certain any certain type of way that is incorrect, but I'll I'll place place this in the setting of a parent. A mother usually just becomes. And I say this because I was never ready to become a mother really wasn't and I don't think any amount of information that would have been given to me would have ever made me ready to become a mother because the 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 situation or the the reality of being a mother is so much more than what anyone could ever tell you in terms of their experiences of being a mother and the reason I say we just become is because literally I don't think you have a you have much of a choice yes you have you have choices in terms of how to deal with the situation but once the child is there you become the mother i feel like it's different for a father i feel like for you you're almost have to join in even though you, it was just as equal when conceiving the child you know but i feel like because mothers go through carrying the child they almost have that bond instinctively you know whereas the father the bond is created once the child is born for most of them you know and i say bond as in it's a two way thing because the father obviously loves the child and the child is in the womb you know and the child does hear the father's voice but i feel like that connection is different for fathers and the reason i ask the role is that you find men that run away because they feel like they're not ready whereas most mothers can't really run away you know they are mothers that run away but i feel like in mo- for most of them it's really tough to do that you find fathers that feel they're not ready never mind running away he feels mentally he's not ready spiritually he's not ready and so he does not want to put a child in a situation where he now has to raise the- raise them and give them something he does not have or give them something he can't give them you know so i asked the role because i feel it's so important for most men to realize that they are needed in as much as we have feminism today and we feel we're equal or we're able to be equal to men but i we can never replace the role of a man we can never take away what men give to society you know and in saying that it's so hurtful what men now as we say put women through you know and they're capable of doing that because men are given that stature you know it is your role you're held in a certain regard 
and for men to be the ones that stomp on the regard and stomp on the people that are giving them that regard is just so hurtful you know and now speaking on that i just wanted to talk about the pain that men go through for women it's pretty simple for most of us to express our emotions express our pains and our hurt communicate the pain and the hurt but you find that for men i don't know if it's something that's passed on from generation to generation it doesn't come as easily to express themselves almost as though they're losing something in expressing themselves almost as though there's a masculinity imbalance if they ever were to tell what was really happening within themselves you know and you find them releasing some of this pain and some of this anger in very unbalanced ways violent ways you know and some men don't have outlets that are healthy you know i feel like sometimes it's a matter of holding in things for so long that something tips you off and you react within the moment you know and i may be wrong but i really just want to know how how do you express yourself or how do you think men should express themselves in terms of pain and why do they hold so much pain inside why it's easy for me to have a like off the top of my head and I don't know but today the today society that doesn't work for one yeah and one I think it's bit it, it works for them it works for now the problem is staying where you're not being heard or being heard in that regard or being respected that cultural that lack of self-awareness self self-confidence to say that okay and self-respect when it goes both ways if you ever find yourself in a situation where you are not yet Uh, good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, I'm 
I just wanted to know like we're talking about being a man and we're talking about being because when you think man not to take anything away from a woman but when you think man you're thinking strength you're thinking provision you're thinking um all-rounded you're thinking tough you know and all these things um for some reason there there's a gray line between strength and violence you know there's it's a shaky boat you know and i say this because some men use their strength to overpower you know um women are seen as weaker than women are seen as soft you know and some women some men to put their foot down or to state the fact that they're the dominator within the relationship and you should submit they use that violence you know to suppress the woman suppress anything that she could or would say but i will also say that sometimes it's not even the man's fault sometimes women play a part sometimes women and i know most women use their words to get to the man they use their words to rile the man up you know so that he can do that understand i've met a few women that love being hit they love being beaten up she will say i provoke him so that he will react that way because i love how he comes and begs the next day it's a deeper issue there's a problem there you know the instigator of the entire thing and it exactly and these are things that don't go um being said around that sometimes women stay in relationships because they start the fights do you know what i mean i start the fight i started to get hit and i enjoy the fact that he comes back and begs for forgiveness i enjoy how soft he becomes afterwards because i feel like i'm now being the one in power it's a power shift it's a power, it's a power, shift. It's a power play Mm. Uh, but it's basically a basic fact. But there are certain things that you 
not everything needs a reaction. Sometimes we, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but sometimes we need to like, like take a step back and evaluate or like, yeah, this person is behaving in a certain way. Is it because I did something to provoke them or is it because they're now looking for a reaction? Mm-hmm. Certain things don't need to react. Certain things, when you do, do, do things just for a reaction, to see, get a reaction out of it, mm-hmm. it does do that. Mm-hmm. Just to get a reaction. Some women will feed off of that. Mm. Uh, it's like to get you to act or to get you to do something. Mm. It is a power shift. Mm. I believe. It is. Well, uh, mm-hmm. it, is a, it is a power shift because at the end of the day, it comes to that girl, but probably the next day, she's going to do whatever she wants to She do. wants to say. Well, uh, mm. Whatever she says, it's going to happen. Mm. Well, uh, but that is not a healthy relationship. It's toxic. It's well, not healthy it's because not it's very toxic. Mm. Mm. And this is now obviously not to say that we're promoting violence against women or GBV or anything like that. I'm merely just saying that there's a portion of GBV that is not addressed, which is the role that women play within GBV. Do you know what I mean? That sometimes women do play a role because she does instigate. Do you know what I mean? But then there are men who now do go and prey on women who literally have no bone in them of violence no bone in them of speaking up you know women who are usually more quieter you know in their being and in their sense more introverted and less communicators you know and they use that fear they use their fear and feed off of it and sometimes you find that these are men that there's a certain portion in his life that he can't control there's a certain portion in his life where he doesn't have that um, space to dominate the space to be an alpha and he wants that particular setting and he can create it at home where he can come and be an alpha so that he can feel complete in a sense Try to be alphas. Mm-hmm. They try to show that they're alphas. That's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. it is where I stand in this alpha, beta, mm-hmm. sigma. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I believe in alphas. Alpha is not even trying. Beta is a beta. Not even trying. It's, uh, I think anybody that's trying to be a, like trying to show that they're alpha is not being an alpha. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the <laughs> to Vince to show the alpha side, nah. Mm-hmm. I don't think if your woman, ah man, the fact that you with your woman, if the fact that a guy is dating a sexy woman, well, mm. I can only love but mm. he likes her. Mm-hmm. That shows that 
she was attracted to uh, something attracted them to each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. Understand. yeah. So if anything, that should be more of a confirmation. Mm. Now the problem starts with there's only the entertaining of other people who oh. outside of the relationship. Outside of the relationship, mm. it's that thing. But if my woman loves me and I say yes, okay, mm. you know, why should I now have to fight to prove? That's true. I understand. Why should I have to prove that I'm an alpha? Why should mm. I? Why should I have to compete with other men? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just how I view it. Mm. If my woman says she loves me half as much as she says she loves me, mm. I shouldn't have to worry about petty things. My only stress should be providing for her. Just walk away, yeah. But then you hold on, okay. Then I'm guilty of holding on because you know, that day it was messed up with us humans. Mm. Look for love in the wrong places, you know. You know, sometimes I don't even think it's looking for love in the wrong places. I think sometimes it's just a matter of you have hope that you've seen that part of that person once, you can always see it again. But you know, you know what? Let's go to this. I like the way people say you've seen that part of the person again before. Mm. Now, what if that person has never existed? That's a question that you ladies like to ask. What do you look for in a woman? Why do you ask me that question? So if I answer, you're going to now try to create love. Try and add to... The first thing, the first thing she does, or the first thing I would do if I was that woman who asked that question. I don't ask that question, by the way, but if I did, I would first see or gauge whether the person you just described is me right and then if i find that that's not particularly me i fill in the gaps where it isn't me and now that leads to me losing myself that leads to me not being myself right and sorry to interrupt you but um which now takes me back to people start off relationships not entirely being themselves and that's one of the main problems is that I try so hard to impress you in that I'm not being myself that when I start being myself you feel like I changed but the truth is only now am I being myself you know yes and it's easy for you obviously to compare the person you met before to the person you're seeing now but had I just shown you before who I really was you wouldn't have this comparison which then leads me to do we really love ourselves the way we think we love ourselves if we feel like we have to now be these people or not to catch or to be within a relationship that screams i'm looking for love elsewhere and not really giving myself that love should it not now be that a person should see me in the way that I love myself, learn that and compliment that. Exactly. 
but that's easier said than done. You really, really do. When that's you true. Yourself to who you are, mm. You want to attract the people that want to be in your life. You send out the vibrations. Wow. That's very true. Yeah. 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 that's so true because we end up literally blackmailing people with the words or with the phrases yeah if you love me you'll change and i don't think i'm in this relationship to do that that's true Unless on that time that person comes in at the right time, like at the right time, this person completely change. Mm. I want to say, wow. I guess it goes. It boils down to what you said that you attract what you are. Because obviously, how who's devoted to church, to to God, and to all those things, you will attract a man who is like-minded in that sense. And now attracting the opposite of now a man who doesn't really go to church and doesn't really not to say there's anything wrong with those opposites i'm 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 saying for now you knowing that that's what you want if that's really what you wanted you don't mind that a man does that and you feel like in your praying you're covering both of you because that's also a thing then that's perfectly fine but now when you start losing that peace of mind you can't now go back and say yeah but you you must remember that you knew that this person was like that you chose them being like that and now you can't now impose how you would want them to be and force them to be a particular way when you found them in that state you know which now takes me back to we keep hoping we hope he'll change or we hope she'll change and that's unfair because now we're placing expectations again and when those expectations don't get met we take our frustrations out on the other person but forgetting that i'm the one who had the expectations without them saying anything that's very true 
always say, you might tell me you love me, I will never really know for sure. That's true. That's very true. Because if it came down to you and I, who's gonna go? Who's gonna stay? Oh, I just said, yeah. So, yeah, this relationship thing is tricky. It, it's very yeah, tricky. It's self relationship, relationship with self. Yeah, it's, it's really, and I, I think, think that's, that's the trickiest. Because mm. if you can fill that one out, uh, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. You'll literally walk around being a magnet. True. If you can learn to do that. On it, you. It's so simple for you to know what's for you and what's not. If you pour as much love into yourself as you do around validation for with the people that are around you yeah. you know and i feel like we've been raised in societies where you have to look outside first you have to see what your neighbor thinks of you you have to see what your friend thinks of you yeah before what do i think what do i want you know where, where do i stand and i feel like it starts at home i feel everything starts at home in most cases we take that role switching that role from being told by your parents don't do this do that don't do that do this and switching the role to okay now what do i want versus what they're saying they expect of me and i can't necessarily fill those expectations anymore because i want something totally different from what they've said because now i'm seeing things that are different i'm seeing paths that are different you know and switching that role from starting seeing parents and your community members that are older than you to your friends telling you no do this do that we'd like you to be more like this um my mother was always relaxing my hair so now i feel like i like relaxed hair but do i really don't maybe i like an afro so i feel like the only way to know these things is to look within the only way is for you to ask these questions to yourself because no one else is going to answer the questions for you if anything everybody's telling you what they expect of you what they expect you to be especially now in 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 a, in a world where we're growing that i feel like a lot of people are coming back home to themselves right but there's a divide between people who are still having fun with being influenced in a western sense you know so now there's the woman who has the weaves and the makeup and the sledge and then there's the woman who's whole who's more rooted in their african sense so she has her hair she does not wear makeup she wears flowy clothes and nothing too tight on her body sorry so do, do you know what i mean so i'm saying that it's 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 a divide between women so the only way you get now we thinking okay so i can either be i can be either or i can be the woman who's doing the sledge or i can be the girl who's more you know africanized and that's unfair it's unfair to say this one this type of woman is more correct than the other type of woman why who are you what do you want you know pave your own way ask yourself love yourself you know with that said i moving on to the next one and what i wanted to ask you is how do you approach relationships and i'm mean relationships um holistically so 
friendships, mother and son, brother and brother, brother and sister, um, father and son, father and daughter, your wife. How do you approach a relationship? Are you open-minded? Are you guarded? Do you read people first and then open up? Or do you seldom open up around people you don't know and you're constantly quiet until you go home and you open up only to family members? How do you approach your relationships? Depends on the setting. Uh, I'd say it depends on the setting and who. If it's family, it's a different and possibly I don't know. Obviously. But let's say, let's say, let's say. It depends. Once and they were describing this in this in, um, and linking it to particular animals. And I remember they said the owl is the one who comes in, who's more silent and is observing everyone. And now, if ever they spoke, it's in alignment with having read who does what, who acts a particular way, which is very wise. It's a very wise thing to do, which I wish I had because I feel like I blurt out everything. I'm always the one who's yapping in the room, I'm the one who's talking too much. I'm the one who's telling stories and although I must add though that I am a very good listener but usually on a one-on-one type of setting yeah, yeah. I, I find it quite hard to be a good listener around a group of people because I find that some people say things that just I just wanna no that is wrong what you're trying to say is which is which is very wrong of me actually you know, and and I actually envy people that can do that, that can quietly sit back and just listen and listen to what everyone is saying, learn what they need to learn, absorb what's for them and what isn't, and keep it moving. Do you know what I mean? Instead of always giving people pieces of you, you know, which is something I literally have to learn. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna move to the next one. Yeah, this one is faster than the last one. The last one was really long. <laughs> but um, with this one, I just want to ask, like, what do you think the pressures are of being the firstborn, especially the firstborn son? You know, and I ask this because I have an older brother and uh, a younger brother. And we both, my younger brother and I, look up to our older brother. And most things that he would do, we would either 
imitate or we would carry carry with us for the most part in growing up and in the things that we do and seeing how he conquers what he has to conquer and how he deals with particular situations if ever we find ourselves facing the same situations we try to deal with them the same way we saw our older brother dealing with these situations you know and it's it we put you guys on a pedestal you know we put you guys on a pedestal because we're inspired by you and all these things so i'll give one example i remember when i was growing up when i was a younger girl and my brother once said to me i'm a this was now in the sense of boys and he's like i'm a i'm a boy myself i know what boys are i know what boys do and i know what boys want let me tell you something there's no boy at your age who will tell you he loves you and he's gonna be with you forever understand that he wants something from you and if you do not value yourself at this young age that you're at but all i'm going to tell you right now is that do you do the things that you want men you find them going forward in your life at whatever age there's no need to rush you can find him at eight there's men at 12 or boys at 12 16 18 20 so to rush into something with a boy now is quite pointless when you have all these other years to go to and that really stuck with me you know it really stuck with me because that's literally how i went about my life and boys you know i i I had i had a wall i had a wall around me and they could not come in obviously until your younger brother broke that wall down and even him he'll tell you it took him a while it took him a while but he stuck around to this day so many years later and i think it was worth it that was great advice because here i am and i've kept a relationship that's more than 10 years you know and i've i value myself in a particular way my morals are created in a particular way he shaped me in a very you know a very solid way no and another example i'll give you is that this one is a bit more but growing up i you know when you have little incidences or particular deformities for lack of a better word and you have your brother who's literally teasing you the entire time my brothers laughed at me for i think almost everything that i've ever done in my life and they gave me a thick skin and that when i now i'm outside and someone laughs at me about something it really doesn't get to me at all it doesn't rile me up in any way because i'm so used to that you know so you guys teach us so much we don't want to show you sometimes just how much you guys inspire us which is very wrong of us as younger siblings but i promise you we take you guys at a high regard and even your brother i tell you now your brother sees you there up there don't i can't say don't tell him i told you well he's gonna listen to this but you know the secrets out now you know no we're not gonna tell you guys well especially boys well i'd tell me to now because you know i'm older and i'm mushy but yeah he's, he's never gonna tell me to tell you there are a lot of things he's told me you've done and then i see him do them and i'm like wow that's scary no 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 i'm not gonna give you the whole cake this guy so what do you think the pressures are of being that firstborn no, it all falls with me. Oh, I got to 
Skincare. We have one skincare which problems as well. They are not paying for these kids, they are not ours. So Some of the arguments that we have today, mm. we used to have back in the day, like, like why are you showing this? Mm. Why are you doing this like this? Why are you doing this? And you find that we still argue about those things, but now joking with it, yeah. This mm. nigga, this is how it is. I think now. it goes back to raising kids that aren't yeah. your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so hey, yeah, Because sometimes what happened happen to him, hey, we get to you, but we don't know how to be a mother family can't throw them away yeah. it's for life that thing it's for life yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah as disappointing as we may be sometimes and irritating and annoying we love you guys you know yeah no true for sure true not everybody's perfect and yeah that's that's very true and now leading to our last point i just want to ask you like what's your take on traditions in the westernized south africa you know like we have a lot of influence from the west we have a lot of things that have drowned our roots that have drowned who we really are you know and there's a lot of noise that you can't even hear 
what is your culture and what isn't you know and i also it's like i just want to ask if it's a matter of are we the ones that are lost or are we just not told about our own traditions you know like where is it coming from and maybe we're not asking the right questions to the right people you know are we the ones who are supposed to seek out these traditions or do you wait until you have the right to be told these traditions Some people meditate at all. I don't even think they know how to meditate properly. Like that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Mm. And then certain things is you find yourself doing something and then you can look at it. It's supposed to 
you know for me it makes it even harder because they've already segregated us as black people into tribes and each tribe has their own way of connecting right and in as much as if I'm looking at it as a big picture and I pull myself away from the smaller picture it would work because at the end of the day we would all be spiritually inclined and all rooted you know even if it's not in the exact same way but when I zoom in now and I go back down to the smaller picture, it's a little hard to connect if you're not within your group. And that's my thing. Why does it have to be in groups? You know? Why can't me and my Zulu fellow connect together? You know, spiritually. Why can't me and my Kosa fellow? Why can't me and my Zonga fellow and my Venda fellow? Why can't we connect side by side as much as it is a private thing and a thing for just you? But surely how you connect should not put me off from how I connect. themselves going to a church mm. to go pray mm. and so on and so on 
which now takes me back to are we afraid of asking the questions or what yeah, is it yeah. because we we can't ask the questions because they think showing it already is taboo so now you're even afraid to ask like okay so when you're going to that mountain what are we what are you doing you know and sometimes we ask so that when i hear what you're saying maybe it resonates with me and i feel like actually i want to do that or when i meditate something tells me i need to be in nature i need to be by the water i need to be by the but now when i go to the water you find people that are telling you doing it incorrectly you're not supposed to be doing that and you get mocked instead of taught Processes are not the same. Why, why? Mm-hmm. The process I'm going through and the process you're going through is not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Why, why? So we can't follow the same the exact same spot, steps. But that that really does make sense. In that, again, I think this is how I've been with most of these things. Is do you? Only you have the answers. If you're searching for something, ask within. If you want to know something, ground yourself. Come home to yourself. Search within yourself, and the answers will come to you. They say, ask, and you shall receive. You know. Yeah. So so no one. We can only advise, but we can't tell them what to do. And the problem with advising is that there will be a lot of us advising you. Who do you choose to listen to? Because you usually would listen because we, I hold you at a high regard. So surely whatever you tell me would make sense more than the stranger that I don't know. Sometimes it's a matter of why would the stranger just come into my life and tell me this? Surely they're correct over this person who is, to, for me, a guider or a, an angel walking in my life it's it's really hard like you said to listen outside even though we do it so often always come back and ask yourself meditate ask the questions in prayer and the answers will find you the yeah, answers will come the to you are always the ones in the they really are it's they really really are And that now comes from you seeing what's happening outside and comparing with that. 
yeah. and why you can now say nah I can't do that why should I do that it's so it's so difficult to do what's for you because so many things in life involve the people outside of you and whatever it might be mom spiritual every single thing mm. every Maybe single thing yeah you see the relationship out next door and you're like surely my wife should be doing that you see the kid in class who does one two three thinking surely me as a student i should be doing that you see how a mother raises a child you're thinking hey i'm a new mom surely i should be doing that we we really look within and ask those questions inside because we're so fearful of the answers that we'll get and what the answers say we should do in fear of looking crazy in fear of looking different in fear of who do you think you are in fear of being incorrect and literally that is exactly what i i've been going through with this podcast it's fear you know i asked i asked i asked what am i supposed to do they said use your voice i'm using my voice but it's so scary that i end up sabotaging myself because i feel like i can't i it has to be wrong it can't feel so right it can't feel so good because it's going to end badly and i don't think i can take that so let me rather end it before let's say it does that's the thing I, I i envision the most painful thing that could ever happen to me above something that was already painful that has already happened so i take that pain that i know and i multiply it do you see the power of the mind and that fear that doesn't even exist cripples me so much that i feel it and it does not exist katlo but i feel it so much that literally i will sabotage myself and this is this is something it's it roots from self doubt it roots from me doubting that i'm capable of being bigger i'm capable of doing this i'm capable of taking it further than what it is right now because right now i put myself out there so much bang shebi le katlo and all i'm thinking is oh my goodness so everybody's watching right now and they're thinking oh no no rofel like Where is this thing going to go? All you're going to do is just going to talk. Oh, that's that's my problem is that why do I take it there, right? And I've realized that there's absolutely nothing wrong with those thoughts coming in, but everything is wrong with me allowing them to stay. Do you know what I mean? I have to learn to kick them out and say, "Okay, I hear you, but you have no space here. We only doing I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it as and take it as far as I can." If far is two steps, then that is more than where I was today. If far is five steps, again, further than I could have been yesterday, and that's what I'm running with right now. And it took me this long to do this episode because I kept self self sabotaging, and I have enablers in my life that I will not <laughs> mention that have been enabling me with the self sabotage but that's not their fault because obviously they don't know that that's what I'm going through but it's literally what I've been what I've been you know constantly fighting with yeah. but I'm conquering little by little it and the thing with this is that it takes away consistency it takes away you being it takes away even confidence you know because now you just seem like someone who's fickle who's not serious and it's like why should we believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself you're not feeling the world as well you know we start um, 
Welcome to Anytime with Ferrari podcast episode. Of, I understand. Mm-hmm. Episode, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Anytime Ferrari episode. It makes you feel like uh, every time you record, every time you record, like every time you record, like, mm-hmm. you're feeling that you're the one, you're mm-hmm. feeling that star, mm-hmm. feeling that the person you see yourself becoming. Mm-hmm. Every time you put it out, every time you like announce that there's another episode coming out. Definitely. And that's something I had to I have to deal with. Not even had. I constantly have to deal with the fact that who are you doing this for? And I have to do this for me. I have to do this to satisfy that thing inside that said use your voice. And what happens with that, it's up to the universe, it's up to God to take it as far as it's supposed to go. But right now, I realize that I'm so happy that I'm even doing it at all. You know, I'm so happy that I'm even putting up myself out there like that. So that now I've, I've chosen to see my podcast as me learning about myself. Instead of, oh, so many people have listened. Well, that is important because at the end of the day, I'm doing it to have people listen to me. And sometimes I should actually also do it for me. It shouldn't always be about the other people, you know. And I appreciate the support from everyone. Everyone who's been asking me what's going on. We're waiting for episodes. Let's go. What's happening, girl? Push, you know. But I, I kept quiet for so long because this was a fight that I had to win. Same way I self-sabotaged and self-doubted, I have to self-motivate and self-pull out of this rut. And thank you. Thank you so much for this episode. Thank you for putting out the gems, dropping the bars on the niggas and the peoples, you know. And yeah, we really appreciate, yeah, people are going to listen, people are going to be happy. And you know, I, I, I know that you're also gonna do big things. You're doing big things actually right now. You're gonna do greater things, you're gonna go far. And I pray that God places you and may you push, 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 push. Even family may grow, 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 and may there be love all around. So can you tell the people where they can find before where they can find you if you have anything that you want people to support, a business, a this this, you can tell them and also just where they can find your social media wise and all that. Uh, social media it's Muloy underscore Tansi. That's my Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Dato Muloy. Twitter I think it's. People don't know their Twitter handles. No, they don't. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 It's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I'm doing right now. Okay, basically what I do is. So it's architectural design and construction. And I do have businesses that I venture into. Like currently I'm starting up to my chicken business. So I'm gonna buy chickens and get them healthy. Uh-huh. Chickens, yeah. Uh-huh. Called fat chickens. Yeah, it's chickens. 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 Uh-huh. Wow, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I've got boys in second if you want to second and you want to support local I got my guy that sells uh, eggs rations pepperonis cheese guava and I got my another friend of mine that sells 
Christ as well. Okay. Yeah, gonna put up everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what it is. That's what it is. All the best. All the best of the. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm learning as I go. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't stop for now. so much and thank you and we out (laughs) we are responsible for the roles that we play in life we are responsible for the decisions that we make so you you are responsible for your part. What part are you playing? Are you even proud? Where is our humanity? Our dignity? Where's the love? Let's come back home to ourselves and fill our homes with love. Because love, love conquers all.